You're listening to Cross Currents from KALW News. I'm Hana Baba. And now it's time for Audiograph, the Bay Area's sonic signature. Here's KALW's Nina Gensler-Debs. All week long, we've been playing you this sound. If you didn't have the system, then you'd have to have somebody actually walk that blood to the lab. Think you recognize that? We sent reporter Sarah Tan to the South Bay to learn more. Buried deep in Stanford Hospital is a network that's a little more Jules Verne than Silicon Valley. Four miles of pneumatic tubes run in between the floors and ceilings of the hospital. It's a suction-powered superhighway to move objects around the vast medical campus. A pneumatic tube system is a network of metal tubes that uses compressed air to transport items in capsules. You might have seen a smaller version of this delivering checks and cash at the drive-thru of your local bank. Like this one I have in my hand, it's a biohazard capsule, and we label it as such. Stanford system is one of the biggest and most efficient pneumatic tube networks in the country. It has a 99% success rate and delivers about 7,000 capsules per day. Marcus Piku, lead maintenance engineer, oversees the entire system. The clinicians um, or the nurse, the phlebotomist, whoever, they'll draw the blood from the patient and then they'll stick it in this capsule to get it to clinical labs so they can do their uh, analysis for the blood. So blood samples, medications, small medical devices, and everything in between goes into the capsules. Breakable items get folded into a small plastic air pillow inside the capsule. It's pretty heavy. It's like 3.5 pounds. It's all plastic. It has a fiber band around it, you know, that goes in a six-inch tube. In a place where high-tech reigns supreme, Stanford Hospital uses this slightly old-school quirky system to get all small transferable hospital goods from point A to point B. Because the internet still can't do everything. If you worked here at the hospital, you'd put a capsule into a robotic-looking basket arm and send it on its way by pressing a number on a keypad. Then it gets suctioned up at 30 miles an hour, 45 feet in the air, all the way to the engine room on the roof, which is where Marcus takes me next. This is the blower, and this is the device that creates the vacuum and the pressure. This is the heart of the system. We're surrounded by metal tubes with capsules whizzing by. A super strong fan powers all of this. But it doesn't look like much. Just a large metal box with tubes coming in and out with an exhaust pipe. That was, that was a, a capsule that just went speeding by. <laughs> See, there's another one. <laughs> cool. it's, like, it's just like traffic up here. After being sucked up to the roof, each capsule gets pushed back down into the bowels of the hospital where it shoots out in a different location. Here's one popping out in the clinical lab, a high traffic station on the pneumatic network. All blood samples land in a nondescript cubby in the wall and roll down a carpeted chute. Lab techs check labels and perform whatever tests the doctors ordered on the capsule's contents. Susan Cabalbag uses the pneumatic tubes every day. It's pretty cool. It's neat that you don't have to walk all the way from the other side of the hospital to drop something off. If you didn't have the system, then you'd have to have somebody actually walk that blood or whatever to the uh, lab. 
so or like the medication from the pharmacy walk it up to the patient so you would have to actually deliver it hand deliver with this it eliminates that stanford's pneumatic network has a near perfect success rate but capsules still get lost sometimes and when that happens marcus the engineer has to go find them i do a mad dash and and try to find it and i'll go get it myself oh. you know okay. and i'll i'll deliver it myself so He's on his feet most of the time, just making sure the system is running smoothly. When I do my rounds on the system, I put in, I average seven miles a day. The whole thing has a steampunk feel to it. This technology is straight out of the 90s, the 1890s, when pneumatic tubes were cutting edge. They were first used to deliver mail. In several East Coast cities, metal canisters of letters zoomed under streets to people's homes. But it was costly and inefficient, so it never quite caught on. The idea stuck around, though. More than a century later, Elon Musk is into pneumatics. You may have heard of Hyperloop, his proposal to transport people in a large vacuum-sealed tube from San Francisco to Los Angeles in under an hour. And pneumatic tubes are still being built in hospitals around the country. Leander Robinson is the former chief engineer at Stanford Hospital. He helped install its tube system in 1991. And what makes Stanford's system different from others, he says, is its success rate. The care that the maintenance team puts into the system makes it perform at a higher efficiency rating than other facilities. And timing is everything. The system costs Stanford millions of dollars to install and maintain, and they're still expanding it into newer buildings. Right now, the honor of the largest tube system goes to the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. But when Stanford is done expanding, it may be a serious contender. I've seen other hospitals that they don't send blood, they don't send any biologicals whatsoever because of the fear of breakage, the fear of uh, it becoming lost. At Stanford, we sent everything. We sent blood, we sent urine, we sent stool. Bodily fluids, chemotherapy drugs, and lunch. And people that, send their lunch through this sometimes? I've seen somebody do it one time. It doesn't happen every day. <laughs> I don't know why you would want to do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I know that, okay, you know, I've seen some urine spill in here, you know, that I had to clean. <laughs> so I'm like, you're sending your lunch to this thing. <laughs> okay. At least you know there's a 99% chance your lunch will arrive when and where you need it. In Stanford, I'm Sarah Tan for Cross Currents.